lightning. Inspirational. Inspirational. Powerfully refining. Powerfully refining. And unapologetically controversial. Conversations with the Royal Impress. The entire world knows the secret of who you are. Now is the time to step into your queendom and become the Royal Empress that you're meant to be. One woman at a time. Conversations with the Royal Empress. Now Akima, she's the analytical Empress. Akima, she's the Empress that will challenge you. Now, straighten up your crown and be elevated through conversation. Conversation with the Royal Empress. Welcome back to Conversations with the Royal Empress. This is Dr. Hakima, and joining me is my sister from another mother, my kindred spirit and co-host, the Royal Empress, Akiva. Also joining us is a very, very special co-host, Dr. Sonia Kennedy. Dr. Sonia Kennedy, AKA the power pusher. You don't have to define that though, sis. I love it. The power pusher is an author, speaker, therapist, and CEO trainer. Okay, for all you all wanna be a CEO, y'all don't have to get up with sis. Let me tell you that right now. And she is also the founder of Empowering Wellness 360. Welcome, sisters. How y'all doing today? Good evening. I am doing well. I'm so happy to be here. I mean, man, we just, you know, was having a conversation, and I'm, I'm just all, I'm down for it. I'm ready. Let's do this. You ready? Okay, let me share. Let me share the topic of the day then. <laughs> the, the topic of the day is mental health awareness and strategies we can utilize for the summer and the rest of the year. Wait, 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 listeners, the season of self. That's powerful right there. Powerful. The season of self. I didn't know I could be a season. I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in season, baby. <laughs> yes, all got them. We all got seasons of self, so I can't wait to talk about it because I think, you know, um, your listeners are definitely, they're going to identify with it and, you know, be able to take the strategies and start to apply them immediately. So, I can't wait to deliver and just, you know, put it out there because we got to, you know, take care of our emotional wellness. Absolutely. And and we really appreciate you taking time to be on here with us, Dr. Sonia. You are phenomenal. You already know. I think you are the bomb. So. <laughs> I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that. Oh, yes. <laughs> but yes. But as we are exiting Mental Health Awareness Month, because May is Mental Health yes. Awareness Month. I just, you know, it just seems like a really good idea to really talk about mental health awareness and, and how do we maintain our mental health? And I think it's huge. And so we really appreciate you coming on, giving us your professional opinion. And, um, hey, we can just talk about it. Sure. Um, well, I know that you know, we, we always like, you know, all of us are professionals. We got these degrees, these credentials and all of that at the end of the day. But, you know, I definitely want to make sure that I'm giving this information out. This 
in a way that, you know, is in layman's terms. You know, we, we like to sometimes, you know, people give us information that's just so overcomplicated, right? And when we're talking about mental health and when we're talking about emotional wellness and self-care and balance, people don't know what to do necessarily, not because they don't want to do it. You know, that's probably a small population. But more importantly, it seems like it's so big to unpack. Um, and so I guess the way that I even do this work with some of my clients, you know, as a life coach and therapist is just by self-inquiry, you know. And so that's why I was saying these seasons of self, you know, it's all about self. Some of us don't even want to question ourselves and question our positionality and, and, and come to a place where we just sit with self because we don't like what we going to see. We don't like what we hear. We don't like how it makes us feel. You know, and maybe nobody else can relate to that, but I'm talking about me <laughs> in that regard, right? Because I got to do a self-test first, right? We all should do a self-audit. Mm. That's the first Self-audit. I love it. Self-audit. Self-audit. We got, to, we got to be in a place of being willing to audit ourselves. Or I'll take you there because all this is going to be business terminology, too, in a way. But it's applicable, right? Because mm-hmm. your life is your business. Mm. Your life is your business. So if you're not willing to do a cost benefit analysis or self audit, <laughs> right? Ooh, I love it. Cost benefit analysis. Damn. Right. Yeah, have you break out the calculator on myself analysis. Right, right. You know, so think about it. It costs us to give out energy, right? That's right. It, mm, it yeah. costs us the whole space for other sisters sometimes at the expense of something else, sometimes our own self care. That's right. We will hold space for other people at the expense of ourselves. So cost-benefit analysis, I think it's real applicable, you know, Mm. (laughs) because we got to figure out, you know, what we giving up, how much it's going to cost us, how much time, right? And if time freedom ain't important to some people, then it's okay. But for a lot of us, time freedom is something that we want. Right. We want to have enough time in the day to do the things that we say are important and also make sure that we're balanced in the process of doing. So if you're not willing to tap in and, and, and just really look at, you know, those aspects and, and do an audit to say, like, hey, is this serving me? Is this working? You know, am I doing this in a way that, you know, all parties can benefit? Is this, you know, something that I feel like is my, even my responsibility. Sometimes we show up taking responsibility for stuff that ain't even ours. Mm. So that's part of your cost benefit analysis, for real. Like, what's your, you know, where's your responsibility? Is it to yourself mm. or somebody else or something else? Mm. You, you speak into my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of both of our souls. Man, because... <laughs> No, as I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, you're so right. You have to, you have to self-check. I, I, I say self-inventory. So I guess we still okay. use those. <laughs> yeah. We still use those terms, right? Right. And, absolutely. And you do, you check in with yourself to make sure that you're okay. Because I, I, I have told people, you can't pour from an empty cup. No. And so you have to fill your cup up. You have to be self-full. There's a difference between being self-full and selfish. Mm-hmm. But, you, mm-hmm. but you have to fill yourself up because you can't give nothing. And so if you deplete it and then you let everybody deplete you, then what do you have to offer anybody else? But what, more importantly, what do you even have to offer yourself? 
And I just made a, a conscious decision personally that, cause you already know that I host the women's retreat and it's, it's beautiful. It's powerful. The energy is great. But I realized after this one, I got to take a week off for myself when I return. And not that I'm not on cloud nine, but mm-hmm. I had to understand the amount of energy that's actually expended. And even though other people are filling me up, but then, but when you come back and you get right back into the thick of things and everybody else comes and then they start pulling on you. And so, you know, so it's like that energy is going away real quick. So I said, no, nah, let me, let me take a, let me take a breather. So I honestly just did this a couple of weeks ago where I just shut it all down. I shut it all down. I was in here doing aromatherapy and, <laughs> and, and reading. Listen, that too, with the windows open. So, <laughs> but no, really. And, and, and I did, I was like, okay, I have to, have to fill my tank back up and then the next week i was i was a-okay so yeah that's 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 real yeah real you gotta you but you you have to tune into that the body doesn't lie right Mm. it tells you it's a book called the body keeps score the body tells you (laughs) the body keeps score i like that the body keeps score um I think it's by Vander, Besser Vanderhoff, right? The body keeps going. But the body tells you when it's time. And, you know, we, we like to, you know, just keep running on, on empty, <clears throat> on, on reserve fuel, so to speak. Sometimes we'll drive, you know, just a driverless car. The car just running. <laughs> it ain't got no direction. The <laughs> GPS ain't even functioning right. Just, just all in disarray. <laughs> Your GPS, your men, i.e., your mental state is all in disarray. It's just operating, you know, but with no real sense of grounding. So I hear you. I can only imagine the retreat looked fabulous. I wish I had been there, but you had to come back home and get grounded. When did you allow for that? Exactly. You know, and, <laughs> you know, if you don't know it sometimes, you know, because you're so used to giving and giving and giving as all women, you know. We're so used to giving. And so that's that part of, you know, the self-audit even. Like, man, you know, are we even checking in on our internal boundaries, right? Before you can even establish a healthy boundary, so that's one of the strategies already, we got to check in on our internal boundaries. Because that's what's going to help us when we have to be strengthened in the way that we can come back and reconnect with our sacred places. You ain't get a chance to connect with your soul when you were so busy giving out, I'm sure. You know? I, I got to look. Mean, I was able to connect, but I was so, what I had to realize is that I was so open, though. Mm. And so when you're too open, when you come back, so I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I came back on cloud nine, but I was so open that other energy, my reception of other energies was open too greatly. You, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. that whole thing where you have to be able to protect yourself. And so because I was so open, I had not taken the time to guard that. So wow. that's why when I was around negativity, I received it more than I normally would because I was too open. And so that's what I mean when I say I have to come back 
and take that time. I have to take that time, like you said, to get grounded. You got to come back down from that and get grounded and then set those, those um, barriers up that need to be around you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it, it, it and, and I'm glad, you know, cause see, this is all about, you know, being vulnerable too, as women, you know, we gotta be that kind of vulnerable and that kind of transparent to say as fabulous as we are, as phenomenal as we are, as much as, you know, work that we do to support other sisters and, and, and connect with them on various levels that we're still human. Right. Mm -hmm. And that we still recognize that there are parts of us that require it's not a request, it's a requirement it, that requires the attention, yes. you know, for you to come back. Sometimes we think it's just like, oh, well, I'm just what? Well, no, your body ain't saying, hey, could you pay some attention to me? You know, it's requiring you to come back and be that kind of attentive. So, you know, those internal boundaries help you to establish a more healthier boundary. So you can't, you know, not sit up here and go and do the work that you guys do, right? And then not look at where's your responsibility. And then, Akilah, and I'm going to put this out here, and y'all tell me what y'all think. What's the price that you pay or pay if your mm -hmm. responsibility is somewhere else other than on you? Man. There's a price that we pay. Oh, it absolutely. Be, yeah. It could be, I mean, it could be in relationships. Some relationships get better, some suffer. Mm-hmm. You know? It could be, for some sisters, it could be confidence. It could be self-respect. It could be even dreams sometimes. We pay the price with our dreams. We put them on hold because our responsibility is somewhere else. Mm. Man. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I, I, I told you it was a season of self, right? That's right. Right, <laughs> so, season of self. That's right. Self-image, you know what I'm saying? You know, especially for those people, you know, and it's much like ourselves, people recognize our images, they recognize us, you know, from some of the work that we do, et cetera, you know, and, and they value that. But our self-image can be compromised because our responsibilities are in the wrong place if we don't do the proper check-in. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, cost-benefit analysis. We need to see what we, what, you know, what, what, what the price we paying, what's the responsibility, and if we giving away anything. I just made a decision that I'm going to take, and it's just one day. I said, I'm going to take one day a month. That's all about me. Period. I won't, don't invite me to nothing on that particular day. I ain't coming. <laughs> My answer is no. Right. No, I mean, it, it, it'll be, unless it's an emergency, mm -hmm. the answer is no. And I just realized how important that is for our own mental well-being. And hey, maybe I'll take that day to do my cost-benefit analysis. <laughs> <laughs> do yourself audit. Yeah. Do myself audit. Yeah. Do yourself audit, yourself inventory, whatever we need to call it. Yes. And check in. But yeah, but I did. I made a I made a conscious effort because I'm like I didn't and I didn't want to do it where I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this every Sunday or every third Sunday. I didn't want a date. I I, I wanted a date. That means it, it'll it'll change the week, the day of that will change every single month because you can't really stick to it every third Saturday kind of thing, you know? And yeah, so mm -hmm. I was just like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. And so I have already gone in on my work calendar 
and put an X through that day like no work. No work, no work. That's day off, baby. That's the this year. You better ask some, you better answer my pages though, my my text messages. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, it must be her day because she ain't even responded. <laughs> I've been you hear that, Doctor Song? You see that? You see yeah, that? I, I, yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing: like, even you know, I make myself available to my clients, right? Even at night. So, and I work. You know, me and Akila was on the phone. I work at night mentally. I have to, you know, really just direct myself to shut things down because I'm always thinking, moving, planning, plotting, all of that. We all do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I made I made myself so available that I do have to say, hey, I'm not gonna answer any further text you know, after X, Y, and Z time, right? Because the boundaries ain't for other people. See, we got it mixed up too. The boundaries ain't for other people. It's for us. Yes. Mm. Teach. Teach. The boundaries is for us. Yeah. See, people teach the wrong thing about boundaries. We think we put up barriers and boundaries to keep other people in their place or, you know, to not have that energy flowing. It's really for us. So even changing how we approach What's the boundary? It's all about, again, what's for us? What works for us, right? Because people ain't going to buy by your boundaries. They don't know them. So, so how you going to be mad at somebody for crossing over a boundary that they wasn't aware of? I mean, when you think about it, she didn't respect me. Huh? Was that your boundary? <laughs> she didn't know that. She did what she knew to do. And it meant no disrespect to you. She did what she was doing that was in her best interest. You have to figure out what's in your best interest and don't be offended. I love to tell people, I love to tell people where my boundaries are. (laughs) I love telling them, you know, I I let someone know that I'm the lion, they the hyena. I tell them, so don't come over here with that hyena BS because I'm going to come at you like a lion. You know, sometimes you got to do that to people. And of course, it it could change depending on the environment. It's just where I work is a very uh, just insane environment. I work in a in a pr- prison system, so you have to constantly mm-hmm. set boundaries, or folks would disrespect you, like, and then be looking at you like, well, so what? You got disrespected. Get over it. So I understand the importance of uh, setting those boundaries. I, I think that's very important because you lose yourself if you don't. Yeah. It's like you're sacrificing But the, but the boundaries are not for them. They're for us, though. That's right. They are for us. We have to get the mental mindset that the boundaries mm-hmm. are for us so that we can maintain ourselves and we can hold space for ourselves when others probably are not able to. To you protect know? yourself. Because sometimes yeah. you can't go outside yourself and get that. You're going to have to, you know, again, this is about a season of self. You can't go outside yourself and, and, and expect that everybody's going to be able to accommodate you. So how do you you know, come back to self, as Akita said earlier, come back and ground yourself. She recognized that, hey, I didn't plan for this, but I recognize that it's a necessary thing that I must have. Moving forward, this is what it's going to look like. And it ain't about somebody disrespecting what she said. It's about her respecting the fact that this is what she needs. So mm-hmm. she ain't going to let nobody, you know, even have an inkling about what it's going to look like to, to be disrespectful in that way. Because it don't matter what somebody thinking about the, your boundaries. It really don't. Mm-hmm. That's all about Teach. self, right? Teach. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to like but, it. Right, you ain't got to, I'm not looking for a grievance. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Oh, I love it. Say that again, sis. Say it again. 
That's I, don't look for agreement. That is one of the strategies. Don't look for agreement. Stop that. That's what causes conflict. I'm looking for agreement from you. But maybe if I look for support, which is different than agreement. It really is. I just need to know you heard me. I don't need your agreement for me to execute what I need to do for me. Mm. But did you hear what I said? Okay, great. Moving forward. So I don't want agreement about what you think I'm saying that I know will work for me. I don't, because otherwise, either we're going to have conflict because you ain't liking it and I want to do it, or, you know, I'm trying to compromise. Now we, you know, going around our boundaries. Now mm -hmm. I'm trying to compromise so everybody can be happy. No, I'm not worried about everybody being happy. That's why I don't need to deal with agreement. I need to be in agreement <laughs> with myself. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I, and so when you were saying that, all I was thinking is your approval is not necessary. I'm not, <laughs> not needed. <laughs> I'm not interested not, in, in not your approval. It is what it is. This is, this is, right. this is, I mean, I, I, I really operate in that space. Now I can be respectful as far as to me, compromise is, is compromise when I have to share a space with you for something. Then I'm willing to compromise. You know, we're sharing a hotel room and you know, there's compromise because we're yeah. sharing this space. But how I do me, there's no compromise in that. Mm -hmm. Not for me anyway. It is, I, I mean, it, you either, and see, this is, this is how I am as far as my friendships with people. I accept you as you are and for who you are, period. Not with my expectations of you or anything like that. That's why I'm one of those people that feel like we need to manage our expectations of other people. That's why we get disappointed. Mm. You, can't, you can't be <laughs> disappointed Absolutely. if your expectations are not something that is unreasonable. How do you have expectations of what some, another human per person is going to do? I know that's the same thing. But you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you sound like a mama. You know what I mean. Right. You have autonomy <laughs> over yourself. And I'm yeah. supposed to impose my will on you. And if you don't do what it is that I think, then it's a problem. No, 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 no. Right. Yeah. External validation ain't got nothing to do with your identity. None. Mm. Nothing. Mm. nothing. Zero. It, it don't. It, it really it, don't. So that's why I said, I, I, and I feel you, I'm, I'm so glad that, you know, um, that that is resonating because we saying that, you know, I don't need your agreement. It's not in a mean or disrespectful way, but I don't need your agreement. The external validation that most of us tend to seek as women now, be real clear. We've learned to develop those patterns that mm -hmm. limit us from being our most authentic self. So if I'm seeking mm. your validation and your approval and your agreement, I've already operated in that pattern of, you know, just, you know, do it this way. I'm not even being authentic to myself. True. That's, that's the only way, you know, external validation does not matter in that manner. It just don't. It got nothing to do with your identity. It, it's not going to shape you and form you. Mm -hmm. People are going to be in and out of agreement with you. So it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> they'll get over They'll get over it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, when we talking about strategies, you know, and, and I know I, I would get this question. I mean, I would get silence when I would ask the question of, did you give anything away? Right. And some of my clients will be like, what you mean? Did I give anything away? Your voice, your power, 
your self-respect. Because mm. when you're doing a, a self-audit or a self-inventory or, or a cost-benefit analysis, did you give anything away? And a lot of us, we give stuff away. We give so much of self away. We really do. We give away voice. We give away the power. We give away self-respect. You know, I'm sure there's more to be added to the list. So then I, I, I teach, you know, reclaim what you sold, actually, because it, it wasn't even a giveaway. You sold it to <laughs> compromising with some stuff that didn't even resonate with your spirit. Man. I'm just saying. You know, so, so this, this, this season of self is all about reclaiming. And I, and I even talk about that in my book, uh, Supernaturally Made, Reclaiming Your Ease, right? Because women, you know, we talk some things, and it's a pattern. So now we got this pattern of, you know, limiting ourselves from being our most authentic self. And then we hurt. We all bottled up. You know, we got these internal challenges, anger, guilt. You know, we don't know how to forgive. You know, we, we, we're not attentive to ourselves. We uh, shaming ourselves. You know, all this stuff, anxiety, traumas, all this other stuff all rolled up. Then uh, what they call us, the bitter angry woman or the angry black woman or whatever. Let's just work with that for a minute. If she's angry, it, 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 and, it, and there's probably some, some validity to that, it's very hard to be good to others when you hurt inside. Yes. You know, so the angry black woman, you know, thing is not about her just showing up angry. She's hurt. And so it's going to be hard for her to deliver all this beauty and, and peacefulness and everything that's, that's, you know, within her to really put out in the world. It's going to be hard to deliver that because she's hurting inside. But she's learned how to compromise the hurt. Sit on it. Don't say nothing. Right? Go to bed with it. Lay next to it him i mean right <laughs> oh. yeah y'all pop that i flipped that in there yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know you, right you're waking up next to it you know <laughs> and looking at it mm. analyzing it talking about it Making faces at it right so <laughs> we, <laughs> Right. So and that's real. We so y'all caught that. I hope y'all I hope y'all listen caught that one too. Yeah. But, yeah. We it got these double entendres going. <laughs> I like imagery and, and metaphors, right? Because when you catch it, you can't do nothing but say, Oh, <laughs> that's what yep. that was. I like that one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that. Go ahead, yep, make it yep. happen. <laughs> you know, I, I'm all about <laughs> I'm all about self care, you know, and, and well being. You know, but we can't do that. We go on going to bed with it every night. And that anxiety is just, you know, it's, it's building up. So, yeah, it's going to be hard to deliver all of that positivity and empowered self in a place of hurt. And we learn how to condemn ourselves. We learn mm. how to condemn aspects of ourselves that we don't necessarily like. You know, and so one of the strategies, too, is don't suppress. You know, because we've learned to suppress, i.e. voice again, right? We learn to suppress our voice, make it small, right? Or we've learned how to squelch or dim. Or some people layer. So I tell people, don't suppress that. Use your voice. You don't have to condemn aspects of yourself that you don't like. Let's find out how to embrace the parts you don't like. Let's let them join in the rest of the club with you that's beautiful and positive. 
So sometimes we got to learn how to befriend anger and that fear. And I know that's opposite of everything that, you know, most people practice or teach. But, you know, anger needs to be loved on too. Mm. You know, the parts of your soul that's angry or fearful or anxious or sad, they need your care. Oftentimes our anger comes from not taking care of ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we spend more time, like you said, doing a self-audit to see why we're having an issue with whatever we're having an issue with. And, and, and spending that time to overcome that or work on ourselves so that we can deal with that, we would release a lot of the anger. Thank you for mentioning mm-hmm. that because I dealt with that on the, on my own level. So thank you for mentioning mm-hmm. that. Yeah, <clears throat> and, and it's real. You know, it, it, I mean, it's real from a, a man a deep place because some of that we carry as those wounds, and we learn how to bottle those wounds up. We put stuff on it, salve or whatever, but it's still a wound, and it's a deep wound. You know, and sometimes I have to even connect with those parts of us that might be, you know, angry, that might be fearful, that might be sad, that might be anxious even. It's hard. So we got to be willing to create space for that. So that's another strategy. You know, are you are you creating space for those parts to show up so that you can care for them? And what I was going to say earlier, sometimes those parts are, can only be cared for by a woman. So when we running out here doing other stuff, and I've been guilty of it, you know, whether it's jumping into another relationship or shopping or whatever, you know, we might do, um, sometimes it's just coming back to self. It's only the love that a woman can give to herself that's going to heal that type of energy. Mm. But again, as I said, you got to ask yourself another part before we can get to the strategy. Have you disowned or denied any parts of yourself? Because we all got parts, but we've learned how to disown them or diminish them or deny that they even exist. Mm. And maybe that ain't real for some. I, I know the people that walked through my door and doing my own self-audit, I had to recognize that there were parts of me, right, that I did not necessarily connect with because I didn't like what I saw. Mm. But... In order for me to do the work that I do, I had to I had to sit with it. And I had to build up some healthy boundaries so that, you know, I could relate to those parts and love on them, as you said, and nurture them, right? And let them know that they were cared for. Now, the parts I'm talking about could be a whole bunch of different parts. Uh, I know that uh, some people name their parts. Uh, one of my clients named her part Pistol. One of her parts is Pistol. Just like it sounds <laughs> like a Pistol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the creativity. Right. I love it. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I was like, okay, you know, and, and I can share this because we, you know, we joke about it and I always let them know they're going to be somewhere up in my book somewhere. We're going to change names and get them stuff. Right. <laughs> so cool. It's cool. Um, but Pistol, you know, was a person that got everybody together, you know, and told people where they could go and, and not be and, you know, and what she was going to do to them if they didn't do what she needed them to do. And we chuckled about it because she said, you know, I don't really want to be like that. That's not who I really want to be. But that's the only time people are listening when Pistol shows up. Mm. That's right. But if we don't do that type of, you know, owning of our part, we never know why sometimes that stuff that show, you know, that part of us that show up when we bothered or hurt or upset, we got to figure out who that part of us is. 
Because mm. people don't see hurt all, all the time when they interact with us. They might see a part of hurt. So mm. we got to check in. Is that our little girl that was hurt or traumatized? Mm. Is that our, you know, avoider that was hurt or traumatized? And so they learn how to isolate and get away. Mm. So we got to create space, you know, for those parts to show up and be loved on, not keep disowning them or denying them or, or diminishing them, or even demeaning them. Y'all hit them D's, right? I got a bunch of them. Put some D's on them. I like it, right? Diminish, demean, disown, deny, delay. I got it all. You know, but that's another, look, that's another podcast. That's another podcast. I know, right? D's. Got them D's on them. Right, put like, some D's on them. Yeah, we should. Yeah, so... Yeah, uh, tell your listeners, let let you know if they want to hear that one because you know that's we taught to do all of that as women. We are taught to do all those deeds. We diminish mm-hmm. ourselves, you know. Sometimes we even demean ourselves. We deny parts of self. We disown parts of self. Oh, so those strategies they come, you know, they come as a result of us just really checking in. And looking to see, you know, how we can get in touch with those, you know, parts of ourselves, or even the parts that are overwhelmed. Because some parts of ourselves we overwork. Mm. The strong woman part we might overwork. Mm. Teach, yeah. She needs to take for real. I'm over her. I I think we did a a show about uh, I'm not your superwoman, Mm. and we were talking about that whole idea of not. It's not too drop a D on it and diminish the fact that we're strong. Yeah. But it's okay to be vulnerable and it's okay to not always be strong. It's okay to actually lean on somebody else. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's okay to let's do a different D to delegate Mm -hmm. responsibilities. And things that you don't always have to show up for. Mm. And And it doesn't, and it, and it doesn't diminish you in one bit because you're human and because you're okay. I'm, I'm okay. I've, I've gotten better with delegating. Okay. All right. It it used to be hard for me, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no, you, no, you can handle that. No, no, I'm good. You, you go right ahead. I just, I, I realized that I don't have to, I don't have to show up for everything. Yeah. Yeah. But don't that feel good when you can come home to you for real? Oh yeah. Like you can just be, just be, it's all right. I ain't got to do that. I can let somebody else do that. Man, listen, not my, I, I, <laughs> I have gotten to the point. I just posted something. Yeah. I, we were having a conversation in a group or that I'm in and I said, not my monkey, not my circus. I love mm-hmm. it. <laughs> look, look, now we dropping gems over here. At, look, we dropping gems. Not your monkey. Love. Not wait. We say it one more time. Not my monkey. Not my circus. Not my monkey. <laughs> not my circus. Okay. I love so listen, it. So I, look, I hope I hope your listeners journal and write when they are tuning in to these podcasts because we, mm. we we dropping some stuff. Now it may not resonate right at the moment that they listen to the podcast, but I that one that one hit for me. Because uh, <laughs> one of the things that I and, and I love it, right? Because here, here's a strategy to go along with not my monkey, not my circus, right? Stop acting for others and perform for yourself. Yep. 
Mm. Yeah. We, yeah. We, you know, so that resonated with me when you said that because we, we, you know, we doing all this acting for other things, other spaces, other people, and we're not even performing for ourselves. At all. <laughs> At all. And then we wonder why, you know, we all tax. <laughs> you, you tax for a reason, sis. Walking around with headaches, yeah. headache. <laughs> can't sleep, anxiety, taking medications, all kinds of stuff. Yes, all because we are, we are, we are, yeah, we are mentally fried, taxed, all of that stuff, and we're not paying attention to it. And your body, somebody, um, I saw somebody was writing a post it today and said, I just keep getting sick, I don't know why. Mm, I could probably tell you why. And because, because when we're mentally not aware of where we are mentally and we're really struggling mentally and we're not honing in on it, when you said your body will let you know, your body will let you know through illness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your body mm-hmm. will let you know when you feel like you are non-productive when you're procrastinating you can't figure out why you're procrastinating just because your body just won't even let you move and you can't figure it out Mm -mm. Mm -mm. everybody go on strike the body just be like i'm not doing that yep (laughs) your mind trying to work with your body like well okay we really need to do this and your body like nope i'm not moving (laughs) right 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 i'm on strike today (laughs) how long you gonna be on strike i'll let you know Right, and we can't even know the answer. We just not moving, you know. Just, right, you know, you like I want to get up at six. Okay, I'm gonna get up at six. At six, roll around. It's six ten. It's six thirty. It's seven. Cause your body lets you know it's not ready. I don't care what kind of time. You right, you know, your mental is like, hey, we got to get up and go. The body like, no, <laughs> I don't want to. or let's say it got to go into that uncomfortable space that you know that's why when you said you got to start saying no start saying no just say no because it takes more energy to move yourself in a space where you don't want to be man then it would be to say no that is not for me that space don't honor me it doesn't make me feel supported it don't make me feel strong i feel small in it i feel like i got to expand myself in a way that ain't comfortable for me whatever it is Whatever story you need to really tune into and tap into, do that. Because the body lets you know already, I'm tired. You ain't need the event two days away and you still tired. You tired <laughs> first thing since you got here, you tired. But you don't want to be there. Yeah. And you got to be honest with yourself. I have to share this. A, a really good friend of mine, and I may have shared this on the podcast before, but I have a really good friend who, I don't know if anybody else has this type of friend. We don't talk that much, but when we talk, I never leave a conversation with her. Every time I talk to her, I feel better after the call than I did before I made the call. Mm. We all need more friends. Okay. Yes, sir. Oh, wow. I love it. But we were talking about something and something had gone on with, uh, with her child. And I was asking and she was kind of disappointed in it. And so I asked her, I said, well, what happened? She said, you know what, sis? Talking about that does not make me feel good. So the information is in this particular place. You can go look for it there. I was not offended. 
course, it wouldn't have mattered if I was offended anyway, because she was honoring. Oh, oh, oh. She was setting her boundary. <laughs> she was setting right. her boundary when she does. That's what she said. You know, we need to honor that. But she said, it doesn't make me feel good. That does not put me in a place that I like to be in. We got to learn to respect that, but we got to be able to say that to people. Mm -hmm. Or better yet, just not allow them to even bully you into doing something that you don't want to do mm, or coerce or, or guilting you into something. Mm, I respected guilt. that so much. And when she said that, that gave me life because mm -hmm. it, it, it was, it resonated with me to the point where I'm like, man, I like that. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make me feel good. I'm not getting ready to do this. <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't that she was denying, she wasn't dropping D's, right. okay. but she was honoring herself because she knew that this is not, this is not, I know where this is going to take me and I'm not trying to go there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But ain't that something she knew that, but that was yeah. somebody that, that, you know, really just tuned in, you know, she had to tap into that to say, mm -hmm. no, that ain't, that ain't what I want to do, you know? And, and, and we always look for people to allow us to tell them yes or no, but sometimes they, the, the way they ask or their ask don't even allow for a no, and now we feel like we stuck. You ain't got to feel stuck either. You don't have to feel stuck when people are asking for things from you that you're not in a position to give or don't feel comfortable giving. Because the way they asked the question, it wasn't meant for you to say no. Right, right. <laughs> Right, they weren't looking for they weren't looking for you to have a, a option to, to opt mm -hmm. out. You know, they wanted what they wanted. So we have to be mindful too of how we even connect with people sometimes. The key was yeah. you saying that you know that's bringing me there about sense of self. We allow ourselves to be altered in the wrong way, like you said. You know, the situation you so you got to show up or you know. Your answer must be yes. It can't be a no. It can't be let me get back to you. Let me think about it. But I say if we're going to allow our sense of self to be altered, then it should be done in the manner that serves us. And I, I got four, I think I got what, four, no, five. So here we go with the, the seasons of self, right? And I gave a couple of strategies, but they'll be in alignment under the season of self. So we <laughs> talked about self-audit or self-review, right? So for, for those of you that was writing it down, we covered one of them. <laughs> we actually covered one of them. We actually covered another one, self-nurturing, right? Mm. Just, just, man, you know, befriending yourself. What parts of you need some love and some attention? What parts of you are showing up asking you, you know, man, can you focus on us a little bit? You know, can you befriend us? Can you integrate us into, you know, your, your life at least? You know, and then I, I like to think of how we've been talking around around these tips and tools is around self-empowerment. Um, being able to set boundaries for yourself that make you, you know, feel like you do got a horse in the race, you know, that you can reclaim what you sold. You ain't got to just tap out because it's too heavy, but you can create an opportunity to do things differently. So for me, you know, that, that season of self is around self-empowerment. And the key thing here, too, some sisters are going to be in different seasons. They probably won't be in all seasons at the same time. 
or, you know, depending on how much they're tuning in and tapping in and putting some strategies together, they could be actually, you know, walking through these different stages, you know, in a linear way, or maybe not so much. It all depends on the person. So, you know, tips and tools are just that. You take what you need, uh, or my saying is take the meat, lead a grade, right? You can take what's going to stick to your bones. Most of the time it's meat. Meat sticks to the bone, gravy run off the plate. Now, see, I'm from I'm from a family of country folk, y'all. So just so you know, uh, we got a whole bunch of anecdotal things to explain. Me, like. me, me too, son. So. <laughs> okay. That's probably why we talk on the phone at one o'clock in the morning without 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 little antidotes. <laughs> right, without no antidotes, right? But yeah, but you know, we people sometimes they want the quick fix. They want I can just laugh. They want they want the quick fix, and they want the you know they want the solution, but they may not be in an orderly way depending on where you are at. So that self audit, that self check, that self review, that must that must happen first. Focus on that. That has to happen first before you can do anything else that we talked about today. You know, you, you got to befriend your part. You know, love on them. You got you got to nurture them. You know, the self-empowerment part, that's really us also unburdening ourselves. A lot of women won't, won't acknowledge that they carry burdens either. You know, and the burdens can even be, you know, some of the fears that, you know, we have about giving up something that we say we, you know, we love, or we want to be with, or we like, or it, it, it holds all its value or whatever. That's cool, right? But what's the fear that if you gave up that situation that's burdening you, creating anxiety, keeping you up at night, got you worried, got your hair falling out, you not maintaining yourself, not maintaining your weight, not being attentive to you, what would happen if you gave up that burden? So many people got fears around what, you know, what, what could happen, but what would happen? Just say, what could it look like? Create the possibility, create the space of opportunity, right? You got the opportunity to do it differently, you know, because if we ain't willing to unburden ourselves, we just talking to our girlfriends on the phone, just, just lamenting, whining and wailing. That's it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the truth, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> but, you know, if you if you come in my office, I'm not going to let you lay on the floor. <laughs> that sometimes we might need to be prostrate. But if you lay on the floor, I'm laying down there with you. And I don't want to be on the floor. So we have to get up. You know, <laughs> we can't just come in there and just lay out. Oh, my God, Dr. Sonia, let me just tell you what happened today. Okay. Now what you going to do? That was your experience for the moment. Now what? You know, because, cause, I mean, what we just going to stay in it? Or are we going to create a mm. place of support for, for our sisters, you know, as well as a space for ourselves to take action on healing ourselves and doing the self-care and the steps to secure our emotional well-being? I say it's secure, like secure the bag, right? To secure it because it's valuable. Your mind, you know, your gold mine, so to speak, that's valuable. Your emotional state of being is valuable. It's a gold mine up there and it's all messed up. <laughs> you know, just jingling. You know, you can hear stuff rattling around up there because you discombobulated. No, unburden yourself, release that stuff. So those are strategies, right? The, how are we going to release it? I just said, connect to the parts of self that show up, right? 
What have you been denying and disowning? What have you been diminishing and demeaning? Where have you felt and experienced that shame and guilt? What's your responsibility? Check in. That's how. You got to do that stuff first. But it is, is valuable and, and, and it's resonating and it's meaningful, you know, for your listeners. But this is some real stuff. I see it every day. No, it I is. And we appreciate it. We appreciate it. And I was, I, the only thing that I would say before we get into our, you know what I mean, our challenges. But before we okay. get into that, even with, 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 with all of these strategies that you're, that you're putting out there, don't be afraid to actually go and get counseling. If you cannot manage to cope and if something is wrong, it's perfectly okay. Yeah. To get somebody else to help you to process and to get there by any means necessary. (laughs) No, I appreciate it. You know what though, but what if we had that militant attitude about our, emotional wellness and our self-care exactly that's my you point know, I, I, yeah i appreciate you saying it like if we could come to the table that way toward that man so you're right i mean and I, yeah i'm i'm not saying yeah you know so dr dr sonia can have a whole bunch of clients because she can only handle so much energy right that's not it but this is the work that i do because it is a necessity especially for the african-american community especially for the african-american community you know of women that are raising children it is Mm -hmm. essential that we do this it is essential that we maintain our self-care that we be attentive to it love on it and nurture it it's not a choice it's not an option i'll do it when you know by the time you really make up your mind to do it it's too late that's me it is you still contemplating if you want to go tell somebody you messed up. We saw it already. <laughs> <laughs> we saw the post. Okay. I'm debating. I really need to talk to somebody. Yes, sis, you did put it on Facebook. You need to talk to somebody. <laughs> they do. They talk to Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Great. Oh, I hate to I'm, see that. Facebook is not I'm a therapist, but people. Oh, God. Thank you. Facebook is. is not a therapist. It is. It is. But sometimes it's not even what they're, it's not even that they, that they, that they air it out. It's just that their, that their mental issues are, are just present yep. in, in what they're talking about, in what they're doing, and what they're saying. And they don't even necessarily realize. It's just like, man, sis, your, men- your mental illness is showing. Yeah. Front and center it's on Facebook, on Twitter, yeah, yeah. on wherever. And we see we see you breaking and you don't even realize you yeah. break. Exactly. I don't want nobody to know. We know already. We know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> right, you just we got the us. memo at eight fifty three before we punched in. We got it. <laughs> we read it on the train. We right. called our girlfriend and we shared it. <laughs> <laughs> we shared your post. So we already know we holding stuff, you know, a space of solidarity for you. But yeah, do you need to go? Yeah. Fix it. Fix it. Yeah, fix it. Fix it. Fix it. Fix it for you. (laughs) It ain't even got to be about nobody else. Fix it for you because you want to be whole. You want to show up differently. You want to see yourself and experience yourself first as being different. Absolutely go. Whether you call it the trendy thing, the life coach, and I'm a life coach, but a lot of people think 
thinking and trend. I know we were talking about that earlier. You know, whatever whatever rationale you need to put on it to go, go ahead. It's all right. We'll get you together once you're in the door. Hello. You know, <laughs> it's okay, but go. If your first inkling is to go, go. You're not just waking up fatigued because you pulled the all-nighter. If that ain't it, something else is up. Your body lets you know even when you need to go and do something different. It ain't just because we work, you know, we are working and creating. You're fatigued because you got some other burdens that you keep holding and burying and packing away. We've learned to compartmentalize very well. Yes. We have learned that by default. We compartmentalize everything. I'm guilty of it. Ain't nobody else got a cop to it. I'll cop to it. <laughs> so, I'm copping to it. I'm copping to it. I'm riding. I'm riding with you. Right. I'm Look, I'm on a survivor it. island. I don't know about nobody else. I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm on a survivor <laughs> island. Everybody else still trying to figure out how to get on to the other side and eat the berries. I'm already chilling. You know, the pig roasted, and, and I'm, I'm eating some berries with it. You know, so I, I own mine, right? I, but I had to for me to be in a place, you know, of self care. I had to. I was so busy taking care of other people. I had to own that I was not taking care of me. And I had to be willing to do something about it. Because this, and I'm going to say this before, you know, we wrap up self awareness does not get you there. Some people know they got, you know, some dynamic that needs to be handled. And they, they, they say to you, yep, I know I got an issue. That's all they say. Self-reflection <laughs> means that you actually go and do something about it. Self-awareness does not help you. That's a part of it. You just aware, you aware, of, you aware of what's wrong. <laughs> yeah. You ain't doing nothing. But you're not you doing, doing nothing about it. About That's it. like. You in a place of self-reflection. Yeah. And and then action and execution. Right. That has to happen. Sis, you're right. If everything you want to do is just awareness, I know. Because now we figure because <laughs> we done stepped up in that knowledge. I know. It's going to go okay, away, huh? You know, right? Now, now or, y'all laughing because I know, I know people have said that to me. Yes. I, it's, oh, yeah, wait a minute. You're not telling me nothing I don't already know. Right, right. Okay, so... So next step is, right, but some people are scared to do the self-reflective spaces that we've been talking about today because it means that, and it requires that they literally sit with themselves and, and do that self-audit. And that means that if there is something that comes up, they got to take action. And some people are very mm -hmm. fearful of doing the action mm -hmm. that's going to create a healing and transformation for them. They just scared. So mm -hmm. they stay stuck in transition. Mm. They got C's and D's and everything. So, y'all, whenever y'all ready. <laughs> 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 on that note, then I'm going to go to gonna my go challenges. So, we're going to move on to C now, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? I don't really, you know what? You did all the strategies. You you, 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 you laid it down. So, if anybody had a pen and paper, I, I'm listeners, I just need you to go back, rewind, get your pen and paper, and take them notes. Because, Doc, well, she laid it down for you easily. I have some challenges, and, and they're okay. pretty much in alignment with um, all of the strategies or the questions that you put out and the strategies that you came with, conducting that self-audit. So I challenge our listeners to, you got to look within. The answer is within. Mm -hmm. The answer is within, and we keep trying to find an answer externally, and we never find it. It's because the answer is within. Listen to Dr. Kennedy. Do that self-audit. 
focus on how you direct your energy. Focus. Understand your energy and where you're directing it. That's the issue that we have with ourselves as women. We're directing our energy to serve everyone else except ourselves. So I challenge you, listener, focus on your energy and manage it properly. Also, seek no agreement. I'm, I'm about to chat in with you, Doc, on this one. Seek no agreement or validation <laughs> for your self-care. You don't need nobody to say, well, you know, you're right. You need to take care of yourself. No, you know you need to take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. You don't need nobody to... To, to, to hop on the bandwagon. You don't need your girlfriends to, to be in agreement so y'all could do it as a group. You don't need no, this is not a group activity. This is an individual activity. This is the road that you travel to find God within. You're seeking for God, so this ain't no group activity. And, that, and that's, that's my challenge. <laughs> thank you. I want to thank it. our listeners. Uh, I want to thank our listeners for always. Um, calling in, I mean, checking in with us and listening to us. But I really want to thank you, Dr. Kennedy, for joining us today and really sharing some strategies for us to help us overcome our issues and to contribute to our mental well-being. Thank you so much. And I want to give you, we want to give you the last word and also how we need you to finish up on how we people can contact you. Okay, okay, okay. First, let me say thank you again. Uh, just for having me on your show. I listen. Y'all always having fun. I'm like, I want to be on a show. So when I got the <laughs> opportunity, you know, I was like, wait a minute. So Keila, I was like, she ain't asked me to be on the show yet. Okay. Then you was like, hey. I'm like, yeah, for sure. Let's go. I'm like, I'm waiting for my invitation, right? I'm like, everybody having fun. They kicking it. They're hanging out. I'm, li- I'm like, I wasn't invited to the party. So thank you. For my, oh, don't worry. You're you going to be at the party all the time now. <laughs> You're going to be like, like, why they keep telling me, why they keep asking me to come to their party? I'm telling this party. (laughs) No, I want to be at the party. I want to be there. I'm like, yeah. Like, literally, she couldn't get the text out fast enough. I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. What what day? What's up? When? You know, I'm like, I want want a part of that because the energy is just so phenomenal and so amazing. And you guys do such awesome work. You know, thank to heal you so much and to work with them, you, you know, in the spaces that they in. And so I'm so happy that you all are creating this space for women, you know, to get what they need, you know, without, you know, no judgment. And they can witness to themselves if that's what they have to or they can join the community, you know, whatever makes sense for them. But it's not barring anybody. So I want to first extend that. Thank you for sure. Um, but the ways that people can reach me, and I try to keep life real simple because, you know, too many complications, and it, it's a wrap for me. I quit. I'm done. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm, too you much know, technology, I'm human, huh? Like y'all said, I'm human, <laughs> just like everybody else. So I try to simplify, you know, my life as much as I possibly can. Um, I'm on Facebook, Sonia Kennedy, S-O-N-I-A, Kennedy, all, you know, the, the two first and last name, nothing special. Um, my business is Empowering Wellness 360. That is a uh, coaching and uh, therapeutic practice. So I do life management coaching as well as actual mental health uh, and therapy practices um, with my clients. Uh, I'm in the High Park area for those of you that are in Chicago. Um, or you can find me on Instagram under Yoga Body B O D H I 360. Um, and on Instagram, I put up uh, life management tips. Uh, business tips for those of you that are entrepreneurs, as well as some self-care tips there. So I'm on on um, some of the more 
predominant platforms. Uh, Twitter, not so much, but I'm beefing that up. Um, and we got some programs and stuff coming out. Hopefully, I'll be doing a sister circle this summer. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And maybe a woman-centered self-leadership circle. Akila. Okay. So, <laughs> like, I'm not doing no more Yes, ma'am. I hear you. <laughs> hey, before you get off, I, I need that one in there, right? Yeah, Before yeah. you get off, I need you to explain this power pusher, though. I need to hear. I need to know where that comes from. <laughs> right. So, so, so my monikers were either the biz therapist because I get all up in your business as a therapist, right? Or, <laughs> but, but really, but really, I try to teach people how to use, you know, practical tools of therapy uh, for both their business and life management. And so, I, as a result of that there was all this energy and power that needed to go into, you know, just working with people. I had to, you know, call on my, you know, powerful and most powerful or empowered self to be able to show up for clients who were really struggling with, you know, anxiety related issues, depressive related symptoms, or even traumatic situations. And so, um, I was always that person that wanted you to take action. Like I said, I'm not going to let you come in my office and lay on the floor. I want you up <laughs> off my couch and out in the world taking action. So I'm the power pusher, you know. I heard you that. Go, <laughs> you said get off the floor. Get off the floor, get up, get out of my office, get out in the world, and go and live in your purpose, right? I and you can't it. do that just on the floor. Sometimes we got to be prostate. It's okay. But we can't stay there. Prostate is a position. You know what I'm saying? I love it. You know, it's, it's a position. That's it. So it's a momentary position, too, to lay prostate. It's, it's a momentary position, not forever. I love it. So, I yeah, love so it. That's, yeah, so that's where the power pusher came from. I'm like, I will exchange my energy to move you into action. So if I got to do that and I'm pushing you right on up off the couch, off the floor, out the door, then that's what we do. You can't be asleep on my watch. I'm sorry. Mm, I nope. love it. Well, listeners, uh, that's the power pusher. So if you need that energy, you need to get up with sister. Reach out to her. Get on her Instagram page. Get on her Facebook page. Stalk her. Get that energy from sis. And if you need to be pushed, holler at her. I'm telling you. I want to thank you, our listening audience, for <laughs> checking in with us again this week. And we will see you again next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Conversations with the Royal Impress. Tune in next week for another enlightening conversation. For more information on the Royal Impress, please visit the website royalimpress.org. You can also follow the Royal Impress on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Conversations with the Royal Impress is a subsidiary of the Royal Impress organization. All rights reserved.